Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. And this, our second season, I'm excited that we have a sponsor, my own institution where I teach, Pepperdine University. Since 1971, Pepperdine Graduate School of Education and Psychology has had one mission, to strengthen professionals for lives of purpose, service, and leadership. Online psychology at Pepperdine is the latest evolution of that mission, with online master's programs designed for people who want to align their work to their life's calling. Online psychology and the online master's program are led by renowned faculty in the field who are passionate about their life's work and their students. And it has been such a pleasure teaching at Pepperdine for over 10 years. Through an intuitive digital campus, students are connected to everything and everyone they need access to wherever they are on any device. And I teach in our online program, the trauma course, and also the lifespan development course. So if you're considering going into psychology, becoming a therapist, Pursue your purpose at Online Psychology at Pepperdine. You can visit www.pepperdinepurpose.com backslash homecoming to learn more. I am so excited about Pepperdine coming alongside Homecoming and supporting us in this initiative. So we have a poetic submission this week. And for the first time, we have a poem submitted uh, from one of our youth uh, listeners, and her mother is a regular listener. Uh, And so our poem today is by Brianna Chappelle. And Brianna's piece is called, But Does It Beat? And I will give an excerpt from her piece. One day I placed my hand over my chest in search of a beat. Nothing. I applied pressure all over my chest as if my hand was a stethoscope, still nothing. Which brought me to this question. Obviously, your heart is working, but it is beating. When you lay down, you can hear the heart overwhelming beat deep inside your body. But is it beating? Think about it. You being conscious says that your heart beats. Your pulse from your wrist and your neck lets you let you know your heart beats. In simpler words, telling you that you are alive, but do you live? Don't confuse this as a lost will to live, as it is a lost direction for passion. Being mentally exhausted can glaze over your view and separate you from your joy in this world like cataract does to vision and an eye. Mental exhaust makes you lose the excitement and want to do the things you normally enjoy, detaching from reality, adding in a subtle hint of emptiness. 
Let's try to imagine a time where true happiness prevailed in your life, where there was nothing actually worth complaining about. Consistent smiles and good energy and vibes were at large. How can you get back to this? What made this time or moment significantly happy? How can you implement this in today's routine? Take a moment to really breathe in these questions. Maybe being surrounded by family or good people. Riding or biking, riding or exercise, period. A 60-second stretch, sewing, allowing at least five minutes for creativity or to try new things that you saw, something. Hopefully, this was a teeny-weeny spark of inspiration and maybe motivation while informing you about mental exhaustion. Ah, you go, Brianna. Thank you so much for sending in your poem. And thank you to your mom as well for being a regular listener of the podcast. And you raised this important question, Brianna. You say, in simple words, you are alive, but do you live? Oh, that is profound, Brianna. You are alive, but do you live? And this piece is right in alignment with our message for today, which is how to activate right now. How to activate right now. So we want to consider this notion of time. And I know that time is sacred. It is precious. And many of us feel like time is getting away from us. Uh, That when people are kids, they are often looking forward to their next birthday. And then at a certain point, not all people, but some people start dreading birthdays or start reflecting on their life and feeling like they have not done enough or have not accomplished enough or simply are not enough. And so this issue of time can really play on, can really create pressure in terms of our homecoming. That some of you, some of us focus so much on how far am I away from the psychological, emotional, spiritual, even financial home that I wanted for myself that we do not acknowledge, one, how far we have come, and we also do not always really take in the gift of now, the gift of this present moment, for us to really consider how valuable this season of our lives is, that many times we are waiting And so one of the key pieces about activating my life now is to stop waiting and start living, start manifesting, start producing, start creating. So I encourage you to think about what are the things that you have been waiting for to get started. Sometimes people were waiting until they made a certain amount of money. Some people were waiting until they found their soulmate. Uh, Some people were waiting for um, a certain position to open up for them. Uh, 
we have all different things that we have waited for. Some of us have been waiting to feel better, whether physically or emotionally, or believing that we're too young or too. And I want to say to you on today, you did not miss your window. Many times we are under the weight of regret and feeling like, oh, like that was my moment back there or that was the door and I missed it and I'm never going to get another moment, another opportunity or we are knocking on doors waiting for doors to be open. We are standing in the margins waiting for an invitation to sit at the table. I want to invite you to consider your power, your agency, your consciousness, your awareness, your gifts will make room for you. That as I begin to flow in my gifts, in my awareness, then I call time into being for me now. So our uh, representative, Maxine Waters, used the phrase, reclaiming my time. When uh, someone else was trying to speak over her and trying to take her time, then she reclaimed it. And I want to say to us on today, I know that many of us grieve lost time, lost time on dead-end jobs, lost time in dead-end relationships, lost time being out of alignment, being disconnected from ourselves. And I want you to know that while we can grieve it and acknowledge it, that we can also make a decision that that is not the end of my story, that that is not the end of my possibility. I may have spent years being disconnected from myself. I may have spent years erasing and apologizing for myself. I may have spent years muting my voice and living like a fraction of the woman, the man, the person I am. And even with my acknowledgement of that, I recognize the beauty, the sacredness of right now. I recognize the power of this very moment to begin living as our poet on today called us to do, to not just go through the motion. So we get up, we get dressed, we eat, we go to work, or in COVID, many people are staying home. We sit and watch television, we stare out the window, we go to bed and we do the same thing again and again. And let us, for this homecoming, Interrupt the cycle, interrupt the mundane, interrupt the ways in which we have been sedated, sleepwalking through our own lives to awaken that there is an alarm ringing in our spirits that tells us tick-tock, tick-tock is time. There is an alarm in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit, in your body. So the restlessness the frustration is because you know when you look around your current circumstance and life that this is not it. 
that this is not the ending of my story, that this is not the fullness of my manifestation or my identity. And so I come out of stuck, stalling, waiting, and I begin creating, living, manifesting, envisioning, writing, producing. And so to claim now, I want to ask you to consider, what are you willing to do today that speaks to the urgency of now? What are you willing to do this week that will allow you to reclaim your time, to not give it away, but to honor it, that I honor my time here on the planet. I honor it and I recognize that there is beauty in it, that there is strength in it, that there is possibility in it. And so we reclaim our time by taking ourselves off pause and activating. There's a cartoon that used to be out when I was younger, when I was a child, and uh, there were twins, and they would say, Wonder Twin Powers, activate, form of, and they could take any form they wanted, right? And so one of the important pieces about seizing my time is also being around people that activate me, uh, to be in the presence of those who see my possibility and see their possibility. And so iron sharpens iron. If I want to seize now and I am surrounded by people who are sleepwalking, then it will be very hard for me to break out of that. And so I can either ring the alarm for those around me and we go forward together, or I need to get in the presence of those who have a sense of urgency about now, that have a sense of urgency about utilizing their gifts and engaging with life. And so I stop waiting and start activating. And then I get in the presence of people who are active. I get in the presence of people who are manifestors. I get in the presence of people who are not only dreamers and visionaries, but those who then live it out and make it happen because uh, agency and empowerment is contagious. It's a wonderful thing to speak your dream to someone and they say, that sounds good. So when are you going to start? As opposed to being surrounded by doomsday people and naysayers who uh, drain you and convince you that it is pointless, useless, impossible. So to activate now, to embrace the gift of now, I need to also get in the presence of those who are living in the present. Yes? Then we consider the importance of making time in order to seize the moment in order to occupy my life fully in the present, I have to carve out and create time for that to happen. Do you know that our time can be stripped away from us 
right beneath our nose without us not even recognizing it. How many people do we allow to waste our time and our energy? How do we engage in circumstances that show they do not have a respect for who we are or the value of time? How are the ways in which we have devalued ourselves, our gifts with the uh, misdesignation of our time? With the gifts, the wisdom, the knowledge that you have, let us consider what are the things we have given our time to. And it is important to give time for rest. It is important to give time for pleasure, for fun, for enjoyment. And it is also important that I give time to activate and walk out the fullness of life. It is so valuable and so special when I recognize I am right on time for my next chapter. I am right on time for the thing, hallelujah, that I am called to do, that I am awakened to do, that pulls me. I am right on time for that. So I want to tell you, you didn't miss it. I want to tell you that this, this is the moment that Sweet Honey in the Rock sings the song, we are the ones, we are the ones we've been waiting for. And then our civil rights protesters would say, if not now, when? If not us, who? If not now, when? If not us, who? So let us let that resonate in us. Let that really uh, show itself, reveal itself in us. If not now, when? And I have been perhaps waiting for other people to do the thing that is really in me to do. And I would especially say that to those of us um, who are very critical of others, right? that we can sit on the sidelines and critique, that's not the way to teach a class, or that's not the way to run an organization, or that's not the way to create change. You know, we can sit there with a lot of commentary about other people's activity, but there comes a time where we really need to shift out of monitoring, analyzing, critiquing what everyone else is doing and start creating, producing, manifesting the thing that is in our heart and mind for what it quote unquote should look like of what would be effective, right? What would make an impact? What would be significant? Then let me get busy. Let me not just busy. Let me get engaged in doing those things that will create impact. And that also means to seize now is to start saying yes to the things that are important, to appreciate that. And as I say yes, I bring my best self into the present moment. 
that sometimes what has stalled us and kept us stagnant is the self-doubt or the procrastination um, or just throwing things together and then being disappointed when it doesn't work. And so in this season, for us to consider what does it look like when I operate in a spirit of excellence? You know, some of us have gotten used to doing the bare minimum just so we could say that it's done. But I want to ignite you on today to not only show up in the present moment, but to show up with the fullness of your gifts, of your capacity, of your wisdom, of your knowledge to bring your excellence to the table. Now, notice I'm saying excellence and not perfection. So I can operate in excellence and I still don't know everything, right? I can operate in excellence and I'm still teachable, right? I can still learn as I'm going. But for what I know now and what I have now, I want to bring my best to the table. And it also means that when I seize the day, when I operate in the urgency and the truth of now, the sacredness of now, that I am fully present. We want to consider this piece of attention and attending to the things that are our priorities, that many times uh, the fullness, the manifestation or the actualization Uh, the demonstration of the vision does not show up completely because we did not show up completely. And so I invite you to consider what are the areas of your life where you have been physically present but emotionally absent, physically present but mentally checked out, physically present but spiritually vacant. So in order to seize this day, I need to holistically show up. So consider in your life, in your job, have you been going through the motions? In your marriage, have you been just going through the motions? In your parenting, have you just been going through the motions? In your leadership, have you just been going through the motions? What are the ways in which you would like to show up more fully, that you want to be more present, mind, body, heart, spirit, knowing that when I can fully engage, some things will shift. When I fully engage, some things will grow. When I fully engage, some things that have been dormant or sleeping will awaken. So I want to be selective about the things I commit to and then what I am committed to, I want to show up fully so that we can recognize our gifts. We also know that to seize the moment and reclaim my time means sharing, giving, revealing what I have within me. 
what do I need? Some of us are not seizing the day because we're hiding, hiding our voice, hiding our gifts, hiding our knowledge. We may be afraid of judgment, of criticism, of attention, of the pressure. But as long as I'm hiding, as Brianna said to us in our poem, I'm not fully alive. As long as I am playing small, I am not fully alive. As long as I am censoring and distorting my voice, my dreams, my values, I am not fully alive. So when I want to show up in a space fully alive, then I need to be willing to reveal, to expose, to give who I am. So what are the gifts that you have that nobody really knows about or a select group knows about? What are the gifts that you have been hiding? What is the knowledge you have that you have been sitting on, not speaking up, not sharing? Reclaiming my time means that I show up right now with the fullness of who I am no longer hiding, but being very much alive with courage and with boldness so that I shift out of simply dreaming to living out the dream now. I don't keep saying next year, in five years, in 10 years, when I get a million dollars, when someone greenlights my project, when I get a partner, when I get, when I get, when I get. No, I start giving out of the well I have now. So there is a well within you. There is a depth to you of knowledge, of gifts, of capacity that many people have not seen. And perhaps you have never fully witnessed it yourself. But in order to be authentically at home, within yourself means that I need to reveal myself. So that is the grand reveal. That is the grand reveal that I come out of hiding. I'm no longer shrinking. I am no longer waiting. I am manifesting, creating, revealing the fullness of my identity, my gifts, my purpose, my possibility. I am living that out right now. And that is your homework on this week of what will it look like when you reclaim your time? That's your poetic reflection this week. What will be different if you reclaim your time starting right now, not 2021, not after COVID, not once this happens, but at this very moment, what does it look like for me to live in the sacred present tense? What does it look like for me in this very moment to occupy my own life 
What does it mean in this very moment for me to choose to be alive? I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>